bop, 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 bop guy. Yo, what's good, YouTubes? This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray. And this is the EDCCP. That's the Everyday City Carry Podcast. And I am repositioning the mic. Because I'm not prepared. <sighs> I got on the pod a little bit late today, man. You know, I had to wait for like a grocery delivery from Fresh Direct. First of all, Fresh Direct, fuck you, man. All right? Because your delivery guy didn't even want to come to my door. The whole purpose of your career existence is to go to my door and drop off my groceries. But he stayed at the glass door thing, probably because it's a huge building and he didn't want to uh, come in because some people like take a long time to go to their door. But you know what? Not me. So next time, come. Yeah, man. I, then I had to recharge my camera because, you know, uh, the pod is uh, pretty long. And um, now I'm late. Going to be late to work, dudes. But it's all good. You know why? It's all good because we are here together, man. You know? And this has to come out tomorrow morning. Uh, if I sound a little funny, that's because I'm a little bit sick. I'm a little bit sick. Getting over it, though. Not Corona. Because your boy, already getting better. You know what I'm saying? Already getting better. Yeah, I don't know. I I think when um, on Saturday... Uh, oh, yeah, that's a big thing. I didn't even put that in the notes. Um, I'm engaged, guys. I'm engaged. Uh, you know, the woman, the Kelly, the uh, short one, she proposed to me like a champ. And uh, it really surprised me. It was a really funny story. We were just going to go watch um, a movie, right? Typical Saturday date. So we went to eat first. And she was, it was weird because she was like, taking a long time to get ready she's like trying to dress all nice and shit and i'm like what what's happening here you know i know something but at the same time maybe she's just being girly or whatever right so we go to eat you know typical burger fries kind of joint really good though forgot what the place is called then we went to this cafe cafe lalo not lay low. I think it's L-E-L-O, you know. But, it, you know, pretty cute place. Got, like, you know, pretty uh, pretty nice place in the Upper West Side. I go there. We order coffee, you know, and then your boy gets a cortado. If you don't know what that is, Google that shit because that's what I drink. and um, Or black coffee. So we get the coffee, and then Kelly's like, I have something on my mind. And I'm like, here we go. Men trouble. Your boy is in trouble. That's what happens. Because when you hear that as a man, you know you're about to hear some shit, right? And I'm thinking like, I, I was trying to make light, uh, make light of it. And I was like, what, do you want to marry me or something? And then she was like, actually, yeah. Will you marry me? Pulls out uh, a ring, you know, a silicone band. Because, you know, we're not rich. But this is more like a declaration of love kind of thing, you know? And um, I, I thought I was waiting for the punchline. I thought there was going to be a punchline. I was waiting for her to be like, nah, I'm just playing. I just got you a ring. But I, I slipped it on the, on the ring finger, right? And then no punchline came. So I just said, sure. 
And that was the end of it. It was a funny, it was a sweet moment. I was thinking in my head, like, am I in a rom-com right now? Is John Cusack making his big return with Amelia Clark? And I'm in a rom-com. But it was a very sweet moment, man. That happened on sat- last Saturday. And uh, it was pretty cool. Kelly, you know, um, I always thought that I think I'm not an easy person to live with because I'm kind of eccentric. I have all these crazy quirks and stuff. And yeah, just sort of all of my like weird, weird personality traits like just roll off her back. Like she just, it just doesn't even affect her at all. She just kind of knows what's going on, which is awesome. I mean, that's the kind of girl that you want, you know? Because I'm like 39, like there's no changing here anymore. So you need to find somebody that kind of just... You know, doesn't even mind what people would find annoying about you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because sometimes I say things and I'm like, damn, why did they say that? But um, yeah, man. So your boy, you know, is on that engagement. We're not planning dates or anything. Uh, this is just kind of like a declaration. You know what I'm saying? Which is, that was a really cool thing that happened. Uh, and back to that note. So while I was charging my camera... I played some Borderlands, Borderlands 3, right? Borderlands, as you know. Kelly and I have been playing that. And I played it solo the other day, like in the morning. I had some time because I was sick. And uh, I had some time before I had to go to work. And uh, she got upset about it, yo. She got upset that I played the game without her, like by myself. Doesn't get upset when I play the game with like my, a buddy or something. You know, it is an online multiplayer game. But I played it solo, right? Now, get this. I didn't advance in the story at all. I didn't even do any side quests. I just did a respec of my character. You know, I, I like changed the skills around and I wanted to test it in the open map, right? And, um, you know, I just made some like cash in the game. That's it, really. And she was like, got a little bit upset about it, you know. And I was like, I, I thought I was I thought it was so funny because I think she's just not she doesn't play video games a lot like ever, really. I think this is like the second one she's actually played in her adult life. She thoroughly enjoys it. But, um, you know, if that's like the only thing that we would bicker about, <laughs> It's a pretty good relationship, you know, Kelly and I never fight, so it was so funny though, like she got genuinely upset about it, man, and I put it on, I put it on my Twitter, and like all the, uh, (laughs) it was so funny, like all the Twitter like gamer girls were disappointed in me, she was like, because I said, am I in the wrong, and and they were like, yeah, you are, go give her snacks right now, (laughs) sorry. Corona phlegm. Now I'm just playing. Um, yeah, don't be worried, guys. I am uh, getting much better, though. This, like, cold came on, like, I want to say two days ago. And I feel way better now. It's so funny, like, at the shop, um, one of the owners and the security guard was, like, talking about the coronavirus. And I was like, you guys got to worry, man. You know? It hasn't killed any 30-year-olds. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, you know, kind of a sad thing, yeah. But, uh I, I was I was part of a chat where like people were arguing with each other if it's like something to worry about or not. Uh, I, I think that you should worry about some of the elderly and really young people you have in your life. You got to worry. And the uh, the buying up of all the food and water, that shit's real. Whether this this is a scare or not. 
I always think it's kind of in the middle and that when events like this happen, like when SARS, Ebola, you know, swine flu, like something is always going on, you know, and it's trying to mask that really. Um, like the, a lot of political shit is going on right now, dude. So, you know, I don't want to get too far into it, but I always think that if you just believe everything, you know, you're not really getting to the truth, you know? I don't even know how deep that was. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> Loopy from the meds. Maybe. Taking a swig of a cough on you guys, you know, so I could get a little bit of energy. But yeah, man, you know, a lot of a lot of cool stuff. Um, I've been feeling pretty good. Gonna make I didn't get to make a review this week. Uh, I did make, you know, a bunch uh, weeks prior, man. I've been making some good ones, been hitting some good numbers. And uh, yeah, I'm just uh, gonna go more on the offensive when it comes to the social media with, with A-List and, uh, and my, my own personal Instagram. Everyday City Carry, by the way. Hit me up on the gram. Um, speaking of the gram, I have a guy, man, who is it? Who sent it to me? I have a dude sending me a Ferrum Forge exec. I mean, uh, mild-mannered EDC. I love his logo, by the way. That guy's a dope logo. I think he has a YouTube channel, too. Go check him out. Um, it's it's funny now when some of the creators that are just starting out like hit me up because I feel just like them. You know, even though I've been at this for almost three years, I'm still, I don't know what I'm doing on my social, man. You know, I know I've got the creative juice and I got some type of camera presence. Uh, uh, those are my two strongest areas, I feel. And whether people like the presence or not, you know, like I'm just comfortable on camera, which is really good. And this podcast has, po- podcast, this podcast has a lot to do with it, man. You know, so I have you guys to thank for that. I know that the podcast viewership is, is holding steady with newer people getting on. And, you know, I like doing the solo ones, too. It's, it's kind of like the uh, digital journal, if you will, of a 39-year-old guy that looks like he could be one of your kid's friends if he wore a backpack and skinny jeans. So, you know, I do like doing this. Uh, I get to air out some of the things going on in my life and I feel like I'm feeling, I'm getting more connected with you guys because of it. Um, so, uh, yeah, I got the Ferrum Forge exec coming my way. I think the TRM Adam also, I'm very interested in getting that from the Apex Pass Around group. So I've got those two knives coming in. Expect uh, unboxed things. I think that's what I'm calling the unboxing series for now. I have no idea what I'm going to call it, dude. Uh, I like numbering them because it just sees like how many I've done. So if if a name sticks, it'll be like, oh shit, I've done a thousand of them. You know, makes me feel good. But I've got those two coming in. And um, Mark from Me With Knives sent me a SOG Terminus XR. Uh, I, I've never been an advocate for SOG. But I think this is a good value. I think this is like 50 bucks or something. This is the D2 version with the G10 Cryo D2 which someone had to explain to me what it is which is pretty cool man this is the perfect size EDC for me this is what I would like to carry the handle 
is like perfect for my fish paws and you know, passes the passes the uh, palm test you know and it has a cool lock too so I, I think the fit and finish is, is not the best and the lock kind of pinches your thumb but it feels this is a cool knife to have you know what I mean and it's also like budget friendly so I have been carrying this a lot this week man yeah I, I like it I like the action I like everything it's just it's not you know, if I'm going to compare it to other knives in the $50 range, you're going to have to, you know, kind of like put it up against Civivi and, and Civivi is just, it's just too fucking good to do that. It's like, I feel almost unfair comparing other knives, but, um, yeah, man, Sog, you know, bra- bravo. Cause this is, this is a, a winner for me. I like the pocket clip too. How they did that. You see that it's going like sort of in here and you could reverse it. Um, but you'd have to take the whole thing apart, I believe, to do that. But very cool knife, man. Thank you, Mark, for being with knives. This digital, these digital bonds, man. The quickest way to my heart is through knives. It's through knives, not by stabbing it, but by sending me them. <laughs> I, I've been liking this sort of exchange of me uh, unboxing stuff on cam showing my excitement for it, people sending me things. Uh, I don't have to keep them. Remember, if you want to send me a knife, uh, email me at everydaycitycarry at gmail.com or DM me on Instagram, hit me up on TikTok or the, twi- or the Twitter at edccarry. And yeah, man, let's just get a dialogue going, you know, see if like, I always, for the most part, I have not had one person I don't think I've ever had one person kind of like rub me the wrong way where like, I'm like, man, I shouldn't you know, um, like take anything from this person. Every single person has been really cool, you know. And and you know, I got I send you I send like a list address because it's public anyway. That's where I get my nice stuff sent because I don't want someone to come and like murder me in the Bronx, you know. Even though that could totally happen, not even from you guys. And I just got really dark there. Uh, but yeah, man, I've been really enjoying just kind of like checking out people's knives, you know, uh, cause sometimes the apex pass around knives, uh, you know, like I don't have an influx of them right now. Usually what happens is I get a whole bunch and then, uh, I have to wait, you know, but people have been keeping the content fresh. I've been getting to unbox a lot of things, and I think you guys have been liking that triple camera thing. I've been loving that because it makes my unboxing videos completely different from other people. That is gonna, that formula I feel is gonna change a lot the longer I do it because um, the plan of this channel is always to improve the quality of the video, of the audio, just little things that I'm doing. That like triple camera thing is just just to set it apart, you know? So a lot of people have been kind of like, you know, uh, praising what I'm doing, which is really awesome. You know, seems logical, dude. I, I, I love that commenter. He's like one of the best. Uh, but yeah, you know, I just want people to know that when you come here, you're just going to get a unique, unique knife, exp- unique, unique knife experience, man. And uh, I think I've uh, been providing that which is really awesome. Let's check out Knife News. I'm on it now, and I'm going to start my recorder. All right, man. At the very top, it says Gerber releases new multi-tool concept and fixed blade. Hey, 
I didn't know that Gerber made knives as well as baby food. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Gerber has had a busy February and now two new products are being put into the world. The arm bar is a new multifunctional design, while the principal brings bushcraft design principles out in the budget-centric package. Love the name, the arm bar, by the way. That's pretty cool, if uh, thinking about MMA here. So it says that this is a multi-tool design. Um, when it comes to multi-tools, man, I haven't really been picking up a lot. Uh, I do have the Leatherman Wave, and I got to check out the, um, man, what's the other one? It was like, oh man, I can't remember. I bought, I bought that Gerber multi-tool too, where you like, you go like that and it's kind of like gets all switch blady, but I gave it to my mom's boyfriend for Father's Day. And, um, yeah, I just don't buy a lot of multi-tools because one, uh, I don't really know if I'm allowed to carry it or not. I'm not sure. Plus it's kind of bulky for me to have in the pocket and I can't. I don't want to clip it on my belt. It just draws too much attention. This coming from the guy who rocks a tactical bag every day with like Benchmade knives patches and Riat knives patches on it. I don't know. But um, yeah, I don't usually check out multi-tools. I do like them though. I think if I was in a state that uh, just allowed me to clip it on my belt, I'd always have it, man. You never know. I'd probably carry a wave, though. Let's get real here. But the arm bar has a 2.5-inch modified sheep's foot blade. Wow, that's cool. With liner lock, as well as scissors, a hammer, pry bar, and a bottle opener. I wonder how much it's going to be. It's 3.1 ounces. So, all right. Let's check out the principle. And it says it's a 3.1-inch drop-point blade, sports a Scandi grind. It's $60 for this one. 420HC is a steel choice. Huh. Full tang is covered by rubberized handle scales for adequate grip in changeable outdoor conditions. And the spine is cut to 90 degrees to facilitate the use of ferro rods. And that weighs 3.7 ounces. Doesn't show a picture. Of the principle, I think that this right here is the arm bar that I'm looking at. It's like this blue. Not that great looking. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Not great looking to me. But, you know, hey man, at least they're trying. <clears throat> Let's check this one out right here. The next article. We Knife Co. adds ornate kite fin to the, to the coral. Wow, beautiful handle scales, as usual, from Wee Knives. Hot on the heels of new additions to the Civivi line, Wee Knife Co. showed off the Kite Fin, latest folder under the main Wee label. The Kite Fin is a mid-sized, all-purpose folder with an emphasis on style, debuting in a slew of different aesthetic configurations. So the picture for you guys just listening, because I shout out to the people that just listened to this podcast. I see like gold scales with sort of a spiraling pattern that looks absolutely amazing um you know with a black wee logo on it i like it so let's look at the wow it just weighs in at 2.88 ounces for a 3.25 inch s35vn blade i'm digging that i am digging that because uh that's pretty light actually right Let's see. Available in two colors, plain titanium versions that have been hit with some stylus exa- exaggerated chamfering. All in all, the kite fin is available in eight different configurations. Interesting. What's the MSRP? 
$180 to $190 for the Spirograph versions. And that's probably what I would want because it definitely looks like some Spirograph stuff on this gold scale here. I, I've never really not liked a Wii knife. Um, <clears throat> the fixed blades haven't interested me that much just because I'm not a fixed blade guy, you know? But, uh... <clears throat> Yeah, I think that we, if, dude, if I had money, I'd be picking up every Wii there is. You know what I'm saying? Let's look at the next article here. Zero Tolerance brings out new speed safe flipper. Okay, so this is, I've seen this knife. This is the 0357, right? Their latest flipper design, the 0357 take some clues from the previous popular ZT releases and aims to deliver a high performance package at a relatively affordable price point. So, it is also the first ZT release in several years to come with speed safe mechanism. I have never had a speed safe ZT and I have no desire to own one. Uh, I don't know, man. ZT has been weird for me. You know, the designs. I miss... I miss that whole Fast and the Furious era where, like, it was mostly about, like, modding these titanium scales. Like, the ZT-0456, that space-age shit. Even the 0055, which I, I just posted on my Instagram with that, um, I think it's the SLC, like, flipper. I think that's what it's called, where it disappears. I love the freaky ZTs, man. You know? I don't know. That's just me, though. That's just me. But... So this is a 3.25-inch uh, drop point sporting a harpoon-style swedge. CPM 20 CV steel. It's got a black wash on it. Um, it's flipper. You know, I don't like that. Man, I do not like that lanyard hole either. This looks like... I feel like this is a Kershaw when I look at it, though. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> I don't know, man. It says, Kai's proprietary spring-assisted opening mechanism, originally designed by none other than Ken Onion. SpeedSafe is still a relatively common sight on Kershaw products, but in ZT's current lineup, the 0357 will be the only one, will be one of only four models with a mechanism. I'm just not into SpeedSafe's that much. It's 4.3 ounces, too. I don't know. What do you guys think, man? I, th I think it is $185 MSRP. What do you guys think about ZT's kind of direction, man? <sighs> Just make it overbuilt and, and clunky, but like really smooth. You know what I mean? Overbuilt, chunky knives. That's what I think when I think of ZT. Or the uh, ZT 0450 by Sinkovich. Get Sinkovich on the board again. Some of the best ZTs were Sinkoviches, right? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't know if I, I haven't bought a ZT in a while. The direction they're going, I'm just not sure. Uh, let's see here. I'm going to skip over the uh, IWA postponed Spyderco Amsterdam meet canceled due to coronavirus. Probably a good move, but uh, I'm not going to skip over that right now because I don't want to talk about that. Civivi Ready's folder fixed blade pair for release. Oh. Uh. Interesting. So I am looking at a picture of a Civivi 
This is a fixed blade, and this definitely looks like a Civivi. It's got the, the liners showing with the blue and the C. You just cannot mistake it. And I it's a harpoonish kind of blade, I guess, if I want to guess. I don't know. It's got flats on the blade. Civivi is lo rolling out a pair of new models. First up is the Astikus, a new large flipper knife. It is joined by a small EDC fixed blade that was first teased last year. The, the Astikus, or Astikus? Astikus, Astitious. I don't know. One of those three, you guys decide. Is an, is an in-house design drawn up to be the sort of large EDC standards that We Knife Co. heavily emphasized when they first appeared on the scene. Its drop point blade is 3.8 inches long, one of the longest blade lengths in the Civivi lineup at this point. Huh, D2 steel on that. And it says the only opening method is the... Wait, I thought this was a fixed blade. The only opening method is the ball bearing flipper tab. What? Wait a minute. Oh, it's a large flipper joined by a fixed blade. I am a dumb because I was like, that has a flipper on it. Uh, so it is a G10 insert and multiple colors. What about the other one? Upscale model will be available at a slightly premium price tag. So $65 and then the Damascus model is up to 90 so the Kiri, Kiri EDC is the fixed blade, this tiny fixed blade. Ooh, from Alessandra DeSantis. And it was first shown back, uh, back in late 2019. Unnamed prototype, 9CR18 MOV. Hey, you guys asked for less D2. And guess what? You're getting it. Now we're getting 9CR18 MOV. Shout out to 8CR13 MOV. This is his like older brother. Uh, also has a bottle opener built into its spine. The Civivi Asticus and the Kiri EDC are on their way. No pictures of the Kiri, though. Maybe I could find it on uh, Alessandra DeSantis' um, Instagram. Shout out to her, by the way. Very cool to small creators. I always praise uh, companies that do that. And I think that's it for the newest stuff on Knife News. And my eyeball is like itching. And also, uh, I have to use the restroom. Gonna make a pee-pee. Yo, what's up, guys? We have returned. We have returned from the piss. <laughs> and I've got this furry guy here. He hates me right now. So this is, uh, I don't know if you guys know him. Uh, I put Robbie on the podcast before, but this is Frankie. Um, Frank Sinatra, full name. Um, he's actually my favorite man this guy bites me all the time like like little play bites but also like angry you know he's kind of like me but I want you guys to meet him because he is my favorite cat and he does not like <laughs> this room <laughs> wanna say hi buddy yeah he is a ragdoll cat and I was thinking about doing reviewing my cats man you know, oh my god, he's trying to bite me right now. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna let him out. I'm gonna let him out. Go ahead, buddy. Go ahead. Let us do this. Yeah, face track that. Okay. Yeah, that was... I don't know how good that was, but... Yeah, just trying to do diff things. Diff, dude. So we get a cough, and... Um, man, I'm going to be so late today. 
guess what though we don't care dude gotta do it for the pod you guys all like Grammarthy, right and for Grammarthy, I gotta put this thing on so I could listen to the videos we're gonna watch um, I actually forgot like a bunch of stuff at um at <laughs> at my job I just forgot a bunch of stuff there like my other earbuds that are wireless that don't look crazy like this one so you know you gotta gotta low tech it sometimes low tech bro so we are gonna check out some stuff um I did have a lot more videos in the phone that I also forgot at, at A-list, which is really dumb of me. But the first one I've got on here is, let's see, what's his name? Via Cavish. These are like these animated videos that I found, and I freaking laughed so hard watching this one about like a wizard and this rock. I'm going to watch it right now. No magic. What? No magic on me. I'm a wizard, bro. I'm a rock. What? Wait, wizard don't do magic? No, we do spells. So it's magic. Just sound more professional. No, it's two different things. Manual, wheel. What? You, you are a rock. No, you. What? Wizard. Okay, I'm living boy. Can, can you make me into human? Yeah, sure. Damn. Meep, meep, zip. Ruff. What? I'm a dog. Ta-da. Yeah, what you did to me? We're trying to be someone. We find ourselves <laughs> becoming something we're not. What the- Don't give me that wizard bullshit wisdom! Hey man, you got me. What do you mean? I'm a fraud. I'm not a wizard. I'm a magician. So you aren't professional? I failed the test like <laughs> seven times. Oh, that sucks man. Yeah. I think we both learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, the internet always wins, man. You know? Uh, follow that guy on YouTube. He's uh, got a pretty cool channel. He just makes um, videos like that. Every month, like once a month, he animates them, voices them out, I'm sure. And I, I love that, you know, I love that kind of like animated funny stuff. This one says vegan burger on it. Let's watch this right now. We're seeing if my delicious black bean veggie burger can stand up to a good old fashioned American cheeseburger, or as I call them, murder burgers. Let's go. Our test subject today is my brother Jack, a lifelong carnivore. Can he tell the difference between vegan and murder? That's the vegan one. Let's uh, let's use some of our other senses. We gotta let's smell. Let's see. Really, let's get all the aspects. I of mean, the that's burger. the vegan one. That's the vegan one. Why don't we take a bite? Let's do a real. It's a good old-fashioned taste test. Let's eat the far right burger first. The vegan burger. You want me to eat that one? We we still the court is still out on which burger is vegan and which one is not. Vegan or or regular. We still have no idea. Okay. That's a vegan burger. All right. Which burger do you think is vegan? I know this one's vegan. That's vegan. You don't know anything. That's a vegan one. Are you sure? I'm very sure. Are you positive? I'm positive. Would you bet your life on it? Well, I mean, I wouldn't bet my life. And there we are! <laughs> That's so stupid. That's so stupid. This is like the things that I watch on freaking TikTok. Um, oh, this one is fucked up. This one says lion hand on it. Mm. 
Dude. What? You know, you know, that's, uh, why don't be in there though. You know what I mean? Why are you in the inner circle of the thing? I mean, I mean, I'm hoping that that was like an unfortunate, uh, worker in that zoo or whatever it is, but yeah, don't be in the inner circle, man, you know, because lions will come and get you. That's just lions doing lion shit, you know, you know what I mean? That's not anything different, you know? Yeah, I thought that was kind of crazy. Pinned pinned guy. I don't know what that is. Pinned guy? Oh, yeah. So I was downloading a lot of videos that I was going to save to watch with Kelly. Like, and this is one of the ones that I felt would disturb her. That wasn't real, by the way. I'm sure you guys noticed. But Kelly doesn't really like to watch stuff like that. So <laughs> my plan was to show her these kind of disturbing videos and then just see how she reacts to it for our own enjoyment. You know, that That's my plan in the one section of the podcast that I'm planning to do with her. Yeah, so I'm actually showing a lot of videos that I would have shown then because like a stupid, I um, left my other phone with a lot of videos on there that we were going to look at here. You know, at A-list. Good job, Ray. I've got... Oh, this is an old clip. I don't know if you guys have seen it. And um, this is called Dear Barber. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Holy shit, I wonder where that happened. Maybe like, I don't know, but I couldn't place the accents in it. I could imagine if that happened in New York City, like the guy might just be like, it's $25 for a haircut, $30 for antlers or something like that. But that was a crazy video that was going around a while back. I just found it on my phone. Just trying to fill the time here. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Rite Aid CVS beef. I, I thought this wasn't real, but I think it is. Fuck right eight, CBS bitch. What? We don't support none of this shit right here, nigga. Yo, <laughs> and the guy just leaves. Man, I had no idea the rivalry was that fired up. For you guys just listening, a guy with a CVS like like name tag and uniform is in a Rite Aid and he is just running his hands through the aisles, just dropping everything just in, you know, like maybe three, four aisles and then goes and jumps behind the register and does the same shit and it just leaves, yo. That man is probably arrested right now. But uh, that's a crazy video, huh? These are the things that I watch on the internet. The last one I have is Ice Swim Anxiety. Ice Swim Anxiety. Oh. 
Hey, hey. Hey, don't do that, though. Don't do that. Um, you know, I, I guess people should be able to do whatever the fuck they want, but... That shit gave me anxiety, bro. First of all, being underwater gives me anxiety. Because like I've told you guys before, I just watched Jaws way too early. And it just fucked with me heavy, man. You know? Even when I'm in like a pool, I think a shark is going to come get me. So, that, an ice shark, bro? Or just dying from the cold, first of all? Because, you know, here in New York City, it gets pretty cold right now. And I'm wearing like full heat tech gear from Uniqlo just to try to stay warm. Yeah, I wouldn't do that, man. That's not... That's not really... I mean, what... Yeah, I just wouldn't do that. You know what I'm saying? What do you guys think? You guys want to do... You guys... Any of you guys do that stuff? Go underneath the ice, you know, get a little swim going. I don't know if he's trying to beat a world record or whatever, but I, I saw a lot of other social media pages. A lot of UFC fighters posted that, like, this gave me anxiety. And I'm like, I agree with you, bro. Now it's time for everybody's favorite segment... Right, I'm a head out. And we have got subway stories as usual. Okay? We have got subway stories because every week we got them. We got them. There's actually a new um there's actually like a subway creatures page on Instagram as well as TikTok that I found. Oh, I wish I covered that this week. We'll do it next next podcast and you can see just how crazy some of the uh subway things are man this is other people posting stuff now braver souls than i because these guys are getting video it's called subway creatures just check that out uh blade brigade ny um posted it i forgot about that i knew about the page but he posted something on his stories and uh me and that dude have been have been talking i might get him on the podcast he's a pretty cool dude check him out on instagram and youtube blade brigade blade brigade ny so the first uh, subway stories I've got on here it says guy stretch boxing. There was a dude doing like like boxing, like he was like leaning up against the thing, and he was like stretching, and then all of a sudden you see pop 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 reset, and he was like like shadow boxing on the train, but then was also talking to people, like being a little too like energy aggressive. You know you gotta reset, man. Pop pop pop. And then, like, as he was leaving the train, same thing. But let me tell you right now, terrible for him, though. Definitely not part of a gym. Maybe just saw a Rocky Marathon, maybe. Watch Creed 1 and 2 back-to-back before he went to work because dude was not in shape. And, hey, you shouldn't be doing that on the train, by the way. Bop, bop, bop. Bop, bop, guy. Next subway stories I got on here is Bikes on the subway what the fuck is up with the bikes on the subway it is making me so angry yo it's like you know if you've got one of them foldables fine that's all good but dudes are coming in with like these tall ass bikes that could crash on anybody they have to like stand it up like this and kind of balance themselves what if the train what if what if the train just halts abruptly and you just smash somebody's face in with your bike first of all if you're gonna bike somewhere why the fuck are you taking the train it's not safe dude look man i know people are doing uber eats and grubhub and all that stuff but like it's not safe for people i have some pictures of people doing it and then i have little kids 
like lined up, not kids, like maybe like, you know, in their teens, both have bikes. They just parked up right in front of the door. They were like talking to each other like, yeah, man, you know, dude, ride your bike home. Like, why the fuck? Like, I don't get it. Unless maybe it got too late. I could understand the kids taking the train and then biking home closer because it might be dangerous for them, depending on the neighborhood. I get that. But like the grown men like going to work because I see this every day. Grown men are going to work with these giant ass bikes, I guess, because they want to work that area of the city. That's where you want to do the grub hubbing or Uber eating. I don't even know. I don't even know how much people make with that, dude. I've never seen a happy like Uber Eats guy. Maybe one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, the bike's on the train, dude. I'm not having it. I'm not fucking having the bikes on the train. I'm tired of it, man. Ah, so I have, uh, it says drunk as fuck guy. Uh, In New York City, I think it is okay to drink in public now. Just you don't want to be rowdy or the cops are going to come. But I think it is like, it's not like stated as legal, but I think people, maybe it's decriminalized. I don't know. I, I Googled this before. This dude was a drinking whiskey at the bottle, bro. Just, I have pictures of him. I have a picture of him. I got to get braver and like take better pictures for you guys so you can see. This was just last night, actually. He was just drinking on the train. He was like tipping over like this. And and he had the bottle open too. I was like, dude, you're going to spill your liquor, you know? Just drink it. And he's just like, Like tipping over. And I don't know if this guy just was trying to not let the angst, you know, set in internally. He's just drowning his sorrows like a degenerate. Like me. I do the same thing. I drown my sorrows out by doing this fucking podcast. (laughs) That's my alcohol. Um, Now, I don't have uh, a lot more Subway stories because... Uh, I just don't, man. Not a lot of crazy stuff has been happening. You know, no vegan propaganda women or or Haitian preachers fighting aliens. Uh, none of that, really. So let's just head over to the recommendation section, right? Avengement is the first one I got on here. First of all, drop in knowledge again. Flick Connection on YouTube. If you want to find out what to watch on Hulu, Amazon, um, Shutter, anything really, this guy is the best. That is Flick Connection, Darren Van Dam. Dope ass name. Reminds me of Jean Claude Van Dam. I blanked on his name for a second, but uh, he. this guy goes out of his way to do this YouTube channel where he tells us what the best movies are. And I kind of fall in line with his tastes. He likes action. Horror is one of his favorite genres. Crime stuff. And uh, Avengement is one of those movies. It's got Adkins in it. He's in Expendables. He's done a lot of these straight-to-DVD kind of movies. But this particular one, Avengement, he looks rough, dude. He's got, like, the grill because his teeth got, like, broken up, broken in prison. This guy escapes from prison and just starts this revenge story that's kind of, like, told like a Guy Ritchie movie. So if you like Snatch, if you like um, any of those Guy Ritchie movies, I think Rock and Roller is one of them, uh, Snatch. That What's his new movie? Damn it, I forgot what it was. Matthew McConaughey was in it and Colin Farrell. It was a great movie. I'll probably talk about it with Kelly. Uh, if you like movies like that, uh, this kind of plays out like that. Um, it is low budget, but it's got some faces that I have seen before. And Scott Adkins did a fucking great job in this movie. 
And just think about a Guy Ritchie movie with actual with an actual martial artist in it, because Scott Ad- Adkins is fucking le- a legit martial artist. This guy, you know, a lot of cool fights, a lot of cool fight scenes in this one, man. Some rough deaths too. So if you like that sort of thing, this is one to check out. It is on Netflix. Uh, I finished Better Than Us, which was a series about the Russian bots. And um, not the not the Russian bots on Facebook, like actual Russian robots, and uh, the dime piece ones, dude. This show is like, did you take a Victoria's Secret models and just put them in the show? Because every girl on the show is like ridiculously like beautiful, man. Total dime pieces on the show. The ending of this first season kind of like I liked it. I did want to watch second season, but it kind of started getting too crazy towards the end. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, if I were to describe it, it would be like like a robot Mrs. Doubtfire mixed with like fucking iRobot with Will Smith. Um, it had a lot of like family stuff in it because like this robot you know, which was a fucking dime piece, started really caring about the family and just things like that. And very iRobot kind of future technology gadgets stuff too. Um, and, and in Russia, it was crazy. I liked it. I did like the show. That was one of the ones. Uh, I, I started watching the show Ghoul on Netflix. It's an Indian like zombie show. And, you know, I clicked on it. And I forgot who recommended this to me, but, um, you know, I gave it a chance and the first scene was pretty like interesting. I was like, oh shit, this might get kind of crazy. And well, I was expecting to do like (laughs) them to do like some Bollywood shit. But that never happened, which was good. But after the first episode, man, I was like, I'm out, you know? Uh, the last thing that I watched that was kind of interesting is um, The Nightingale. I watched that. Ooh, it is on Hulu right now. It's really rough, man. You know, um, I'm just going to warn everybody. There was like three rape scenes in it. There's a lot of racism in it. It was, I think it's in Australia. And it was like, the, it follows this Irish girl and this Aboriginal guy. Just like, try to navigate like that time period it's fucked up where i think the british are like there, like invading and it's like fucked up dude it's pretty fucked up uh i i don't know i i'm a sucker for those kind of movies but um the ending was a little bit i wish there was more but the movie overall if you want that shock value of like fucked up stuff this is you know if you got a screw loose like your boy ray you could check this one out. And uh, that is pretty much going to be the end of the pod right now because I have to go to work. Um, as always, it's been fun, man. I, I like these solo things. Thank you for everybody that's listened to this one. I'm going to work on guests probably after Blade Show. I'm going to be doing a couple of more reviews. I've got a lot of unboxings coming up. But overall, thanks for sharing this with me, guys. Much love to everybody. Have a great weekend. And yeah, man, thanks for always supporting. This is your boy in the NYC. It's me, Ray. And this is the EDCCP saying peace. Yo, don't forget to hit that subscribe button. And don't forget to hit that bell icon so we can squat up in the comments.